Hey y'all, Al here. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Scientist. Dr. Scientist is a really cool effects pedal company based in the beautiful Okanagan Valley here in British Columbia, Canada, right where Casper and I live. At Dr. Scientist, they strive to make innovative, versatile, and unique pedal effects that will take your tone on an adventure. And let me tell you, they really do. Their pedals are great, we love them, we have them on our boards, and we have visited with these guys. They're the nicest dudes on the planet. So check out Dr. Scientists on Instagram. Check out their new webpage. And thanks for tuning in to The Culture Guitarist. Welcome to the Culture Guitars. My name is Al Paca Al, and with me, as ever, is Casper the Kingsman. Oh, right. Member of an elite British force. Totally fictitious, but yeah. Private spies, <laughs> accountable to no government, fighting for what, good which? and really awesomely tailored suits. I don't know what the. I don't really. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, man. How are you doing? Ah, oh, it's been a good, been a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to be here recording tonight. Yeah, me too. We got a some stuff down here. The, yeah, we got a lot of things going on. We got the mood lighting. We got mm. fresh tea in our mugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we got mm-hmm. some pretty swanky gear. I'm pretty excited about the gear we got yeah, down here. It's been a good, good little while for gear for us, huh? Yeah, man. You know, it's like a, it's kind of like a haul. You know, like like a like a horde of things, kind of like a like a pack rat would pick up shiny stuff and bring it home. That's kind of what we've done. <laughs> that's so, All right. so the shiny things, that's cool. Anyways, yeah, right on. Well, what's new for you? New for me. Um, what is new for me? Uh, you know, I have new things coming. Mm. I've got uh, as we both have some new things coming. We do. Uh, we both have doctor scientists. BitQuests on the way. Of our very own. Of our very own, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about the BitQuest in a little bit here, listeners, but uh, long story short and a bit of a spoiler alert, we both bought them, so... Yeah, we mm, did so. And I and I, I kind of have like a not a one-up on you, but a, an exciting... My package is arriving with more excitement because I have two things in my package. I'll be it. You already have the other one, but <laughs> it's, gonna be like, it's, it's more got... it's more exciting for okay. me because right. I have I also have a, a doctor scientist boost bot. Yeah, on the way. Yeah, which uh, which I have one of those as well. You it's do a fantastic little tool. Yeah, man. Very excited. Yeah, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, you've also got some other thing coming. This, I, oh, I uh, not maybe not week, but soon. Oh, you you know what? It's it's in the mail. It's been shipped. Uh, I. Go, what? What? You you have this? I uh, well, I you know what? No, no, no. You talk. Tell, go through your thing, and then we have an exciting announcement. Uh, we can finally share on the podcast. I just remembered that that was my, that was my quick draw of breath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So, um, now we've we've talked about this fellow before, um, but uh, we are nearing, um, what would you call this? Uh, Zero hour. 
<laughs> zero hour? The moment it arrives is going to be. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be. <laughs> so I was, the, I was uh, going a whole different direction. I was thinking science fiction, like we're becoming so much closer as friends. We're turning into a hive mind. No, I wasn't yes. going there. Yeah, that's where I was. I've been going weird places with my uh, brain lately. Anyway, <laughs> carry forward. Yeah, that's for true. Now, uh, yeah, so we've been talking a lot in the last little while about uh, our pal, uh, Kevin Schoen's, Schoen's yeah. with effects. We talk about him a lot. We actually. do. And I think, you know, we're on a personal mission. I know I kind of am. I know yeah. you kind of feel the same way. Um, just because uh, Kevin is such a great dude. Um, he is doing something totally original. I think he's the only one doing what he's doing, building, up, upcycling. And building. I'm not going to name them, but uh, there's been at least one company that has kind of uh, bit his style right. uh, after he started doing it, of, yeah. of, of making the enclosures out of recycled skateboards. But yeah, I'm not going to name them. Yeah, it's all good, though. Um, but I think uh, the stuff and the, and the craftsmanship, the, the work he puts into the pedals oh, yeah. that he builds are just... It's out of this world, man. Like, uh, you know, your uh, grub overdrive that he built is—it's really it's impressive, man. Good. It's so good, and the circuit is so so sweet. Yeah. I just, I just really like the tone of it, and and it was the moment I played it, um, and I you was just totally quick, captivated yeah. by it. I think there's a picture on our social <laughs> of me of me in some horrible outfit. <laughs> playing that but totally captivated and yeah. and it was that moment it was that experience of the two or three minutes I played at that time that hooked me I was yeah. done and, and so now I have <laughs> I have two of them coming in well in... I mean let's talk let's let's right. really let's crunch numbers here a grub overdrive mm-hmm. is one pedal it is a shrimp fuzz is another pedal indeed and these are both made by our pal Kevin Schoen of Schoen's Effects uh, <laughs> actually he doesn't have a website uh, no but he's he's, he's on all yeah. the socials uh, yeah. Schoen's Wood Shop on Schoen's, Facebook yeah, uh, Schoen's Wood Effects on Instagram, Instagram. Anyway, yeah. anyway so he those are two pedals made by Kevin mm-hmm. I would not call what you are getting two pedals negative it is in fact three, three. it is three three pedals but is uniquely only one in also. one enclosure yeah and uh, so it's a it's a behemoth. It's big, <laughs> and uh, I'm real excited about it. Uh, you know, it's gonna it's it's laid out in a, in a way that I can have uh, an overdrive circuit in front of a grub circuit or behind uh, or all of them. On. I don't know if they're all gonna sound that could yeah. all on together. No, it was, but it was there's a gonna a, be a, a a sweet little honeypot of tone there that yeah. I'm gonna. We have had a, a bit of a debate of process in in, we in, did. Like, in arranging that or coming up with that arrangement of like well, maximizing the amount of. Options, yeah. Options available while keeping the circuitry as simple as possible. Yeah, and uh, so it's grub into fuzz into grub. Grub. That's right. So drive fuzz drive. So you can have any combination. Yep. You will. I mean, I, mean, I, I really on. just want to turn them all on and, and just noise, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and fiddle with the the knobs like a but, like a mad scientist. But all that aside, we're being fools, my friend. This is not the most exciting thing about this pedal. Nay, nay. The most exciting thing is how you named it. I did. <laughs> it hit me like a ton of bricks while talking to Kevin. And it was just like, I got it. Because the artwork is a... <laughs> it is... Now, the pedal is pink. The The base color is, is kind of like a... Hyper flaming neon it's a, it's pink. A, it's a fluorescent it, pink. It's yeah. very, very it looks loud like pink. a toothpaste color. Where 
what kind of toothpaste do you have that's pink? Like fluoride purple, I don't know. Huh. You ever looked at Crest Blue and thought, like, that's not that's not a natural color? Well, no, but I've never had pink toothpaste. <laughs> Either way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so it's very pink, very pink, and, and I've heard uh, from Kevin that uh, pink guitar pedals just sound better. So we we made it out of this pink this pink <laughs> skateboard, but the really cool thing is the artwork on it is actually uh, a a chihuahua in a sombrero smoking a cigarette. And he just looks so damn cool. <laughs> so, but the pedal is enormous. It's literally like yeah, eight this, and a half inches this by is a big pedal by so, five and change. So, so listeners, if you think about a pedal made of skateboards, I mean these are. It's Kevin gonna, made this thing as small as he could. Yeah, it's not going to be small either way. Yeah, but so it's a wood enclosure. With three pedals in one box, it's it's got some it's got some heft. Yeah, it's it's gonna be big. I'm I'm thrilled. So, it just hit me like literally like <laughs> in the face with a chair. I was, and now, drum roll please. <laughs> that sounds like a, like an idling car. Yeah, like I a, don't have a. Don't do it. Better. Ding. Gargantua. Oh, so good. It's <laughs> so good. Anyways. So, backstory to this. I'd been calling this pedal everything from Behemoth to Godzilla to everything. eventually Gargantua. And then, at some point, you came up with Gargantua. Yeah. Because I'd called it Gargantua a whole bunch. Gargantuan. I was, I, well, it was Gargantua because I was, that was the name of the black hole in Interstellar, which is one of my favorite movies. That's where I stole it from. And also the name of, what's her name, from Monsters vs. Aliens. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I immediately uh, Reese thought. Witherspoon's character. That's right. Yeah, Gargantual. Yeah. Yeah, so your pedal. Gargantuaba. Yeah. So oh, great. my gosh. <laughs> so cool, dude. Yeah, so it's good. So you guys, will, when you. it arrives, it, it I think it shipped yesterday. <laughs> uh, so we're... We're we're counting down the minutes till yeah. it till it knocks on my door. We'll make sure you get pictures on our social media and stuff. Absolutely, so it will out. be immediately velcroed to my my pedal board, <laughs> and uh, you guys will get a kick out of it. I think it's going to be really great. Doth it doom? Doth it? <laughs> Pray tell me, boy. Oh, doth it doom? Yeah, yeah. What what accent was yeah? German. German. <laughs> <laughs> Sergust Doom. Yeah, it was. It does. Yeah, I don't know languages. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now that we're done offending uh, half of Europe and at least one Russian, let's talk about how Shoneswood is participating in the dun, cultured dun, dun. guitarist epic giveaway. Oh my gosh! We are doing a we're doing a giveaway, a kind of a grand launch giveaway. Yeah. So I mean, this is episode six. Give take, great tell. Look at that. Yeah. So we pre-recorded some of these, obviously, dear listeners, because we wanted you to have some back catalog. We, you know, I am the guy who likes to binge things when I get into them, so we wanted to have a little bit of a bingeable podcast for people when we launched. So, this will be kind of part of our grand launch. And, uh, oh, it's cool. It's 
it's a little bit of a bittersweet moment for us because it's really cool that we get to do this, but also we want to keep these things for ourselves. <laughs> oh, you, you have no idea. So uh, I'm really thrilled that I have a Schraub fuzz at my disposal of my very own because Kevin of Shoneswood Effects sent us a Schraub fuzz. Yes, he did. To give away to you fine people. Yeah. So we are so stoked. This is so cool. Now, we touched also last episode when we were hanging out with yeah. Ryan and Neil uh, that they also gave us a pedal. Yeah. So, Which we also mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, their fantastic bid quest. That's right. So we now have two pedals to give away. Uh, we're going to lump them together. Yep. Bam. We are going to pick a singular winner, but that's not all. No, it's not. Because if you order now, <laughs> you... Wait, no. They're not ordering this. I wanted to go all infomercial, but it doesn't work. No. Anyways, but, uh, oh my gosh. Folks, we're so excited. We're so excited. We we debated how we we're going to do this giveaway. Were we going to do giveaway two pedals to one lucky winner? Were we going to split the prize up? Give them away to two lucky winners? Mm-hmm. And then we decided we want to go big. Mm-hmm. Well, I and, mean, as and big I think, as we can because and we're I a think, limited budget. You know, a, uh, the, the Shoneswood fuzz pedal. Yeah. Is is a is a fantastic fuzz. Now, also, the, the BitQuest is also a multi effects pedal with clean and fuzz yeah. sides to both to all their patches. A pedal does a lot. It, uh, it's it's a lot. You and I have of effects delved in into pedal. the. We're gonna get into that in yeah. a bit. But we decided, hey, wouldn't it be freaking awesome if we gave away a mini board? Mm-hmm. And so by that, we're gonna give away. Three pedals. Mm-hmm. The ultimate, all Canadian made mini board. By some of our favorite people. Super cool dude. People we're personally friends with mm-hmm. because of doing this podcast and getting to know them. And we just really love these people. That's why we're doing it with these particular makers. Not saying we don't love other makers. Not saying mm-hmm. we won't love other makers we meet. But we're really close friends with these dudes. And we want to shower the world with the love of them. So, with that said, we're also going to be getting a pedal from Sheldon from True North Effects. Also in Saskatchewan, along with Kevin Schoen. And uh, we're, we're, we we want to say what pedal we're going to be giving away, but, but the truth is, Sheldon is in the pre-sale stage with his brand new Northern Lights Germanium Boost. Mm. And he's taking pre-sale orders. And we want to see where those go before we grab a pedal from him. Because we want to give people the opportunity to, to sell out the first batch. Yeah. So we might not be... We're, we, we were thinking, you know, it'd be cool to give away a boost pedal to add to the fuzz and the bit quest. But we might do a tweed drive mm-hmm. or... Uh, Probably a tweed drive, I think, if we... Went, I think if we did... I don't think three fuzz pedals yeah, is going to be... You know. <laughs> the fuzz mega board. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so if we do... We'll either be giving away a germanium boost... Northern Lights. That's from, the one I'm leaning hard on. I really, yeah, we really, I really like do that want one. that one. And it's but brand the new from Sheldon. Is like, and, oh my gosh, the Tweed Drive is such a good yeah. oh, it's a good overdrive pedal. So anyway, those are the three companies. True North Effects, Dr. Scientist Effects, and Shoneswood Effects. Bam! All on one board. You could take that to a gig and blow people's minds. Mm, absolutely. And if you want to bend over and like monkey around with a BitQuest, you can oh blow their God. minds twice. So uh, I recently put a post up on on Instagram 
that was retweeted by Dr. Scientist Sound on their Instagram page. And uh, it, it was actually somewhat of a true story because, you know, I had some <laughs> had some yard work to do. And uh, having the BitQuest down here, you know, and it's brand new in my hands, man. I had, I think I plugged in all of my guitars to it just to see how how diverse I could make it. And you can rabbit trail on this thing. You get lost. I know. You're rabbit trailing right now. That's how much you love this pedal. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm not rabbit trailing, Al. I'm professing my love for something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really, right, do, I really do love it. It is a good pedal. It's so great. So, yeah. Uh, follow us on social media. Um, Instagram, oh. Facebook. That's how you're going to keep track of this contest. That's how you're going to enter mm. this contest. Uh, the exact rules. We're still we're still we're hammering up the details. Out. Yeah. By the time you're listening to this, those rules will be posted and stuff. So, go to our social media, find the contest, follow the contest rules, and throw your hat in the ring to get some pretty sweet swag from us. Yep. That being said, we're also going to announce a couple of other uh, winners, uh, and we're going to give away some stickers. Yeah. You know, we want. Uh, no matter what, we want more than one person to you know walk away a winner from this thing. Our budget does not allow us to give away lots of expensive items to lots of people, so we're going to give away some expensive items to one person, one person. <laughs> and everybody else gets some really sweet stickers. Yep. And uh, who knows? Well, maybe we'll be able to rustle up some other swag by the time uh, that happens. But you know, you're getting something, and it's free, and it's cool looking. Totally. So there's no losing here. So my friend. I think this is a good time to segue nicely. You know, we were going to talk about the guitar first, but maybe let's just, you know, we've already been exploring the BitQuest, so mm -hmm. let's just keep going. We're going to talk about some, uh, we're going to, I hesitate to use the word review, but I don't know what else to call it, but we're going to give our impressions yeah, of, of, of like some it. stuff we got to to play um, this week. Well, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest, we've had a longer than a week, but that's what we're talking about this week. Yeah. So... First up on the uh, block will be the BitQuest. Deal. Dr. Scientist. And, uh, I love this thing. Caspi, you want to head it up, man? You were kind of already started. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, when we, and I, I'm sorry to our dear listeners, but the, the pedal <laughs> that I've been so eagerly tinkering with is actually the pedal we're giving away. So You don't have to apologize for that. Uh, I mean, it was, it, you know what? Here's the thing. It served a dual purpose. It did so because this the second I plugged it in, uh, I maybe noodled around with it on. I think I probably played my pan first, you know, my my sixties Japanese hollow body. Played it a bit, you know, went through a couple other guitars, but it was just immediate that if I just turned all the knobs to noon and cycled through each patch, there was something absolutely and immediately inspiring about everything that came out of it yeah you know there's a lot going and on. then there's a lot going on i mean it does have a <laughs> it does have a fairly elaborate cheat sheet that comes along with it yeah, for, which, for all the the in-depth which controls. if you're really gonna monkey around it would take you'd have to you'd have to have had this thing and spent hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours to be familiar enough with it to not need the cheat sheet on hand yeah. i think yep no you're absolutely right or be ryan clark or neil graham yep <laughs> <laughs> but i i think the really really neat part is no matter what you're doing, whether you're on whether you're on the the fuzz side, or whether you are on the clean side, yeah. This if this pedal is a total. It's it's literally like it's crazy. Eighteen different pedals. So it's yeah. So I would I would almost describe it as like a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Totally. That's a great analogy. You know, like 
you have the fuzz on and yeah. then all the multi effects. That's Mr. Hyde. You know, you got nine, eight, nine different modes? I think there's eight. With the fuzz on. And with then the you have the same number of modes with the fuzz off. Yeah, there's some and filter sounds in there. Each, there's each a flanger. Thing, it's just crazy. They just respond totally differently with the fuzz yep, on and absolutely. fuzz off. The controls completely change. It's a wow. It's a trip. Yep. It's a trip. I was we were you know I was on Instagram uh, talking with with um, uh, Matthew Hoops of 1981 Inventions. Right. Um, he loves the BitQuest. Yeah, because he's got one on his board. He's got one on his yep. board, and he's running it just as a, a straight up reverb pedal. Great which patch. Rush. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. And and that is not the first time I've had conversations with dudes with this pedal on their board. They're just rocking it as a, even just a simple delay or reverb. But it gets funky. Oh man. <laughs> well, okay. You take your you take your basic functions, uh, the basic patches. Like I say, you get your delay patch. You get your reverb patch. There's a flanger patch. There's a um, you know they call it a, a bit crusher patch that it has a bunch of different filter sounds. Yep. All of these different patches. Are, are infinitely adjustable like mm. and they like you say they get some one of them in particular gets funky <laughs> and it's you know there's there's a lot that it's and very you, spacey and very, you're coming from a guy like as as if, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes um you know casper comes from a background of predominantly acoustic playing yep absolutely and fairly recently that's your fault uh, yeah i you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> um, fairly recently, sir, began exploring the electric world really in, in depth and in earnest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so for, to me, this is like, that's one of the most glowing reviews uh, this pedal can get is the fact that you're, it's just so, it's all Greek to you, but you're so like in love with it. Absolutely. At the same time. Um, oh man, I just had, I had something I was going to say about this and it just totally slipped my mind. Sorry. <laughs> So <laughs> it, it, it happens to me all the time. I'm really bad for that. But it's oh, it's it's their highest selling uh, pedal too. I, th- it's I their... think the one. Well, you have the box in front of you there. Yeah. Let's grab that. What's the serial uh, number on that one? Twenty-seven twelve. Twenty-seven twelve. That's you know, just over twenty-seven hundred bitquests. Yeah. You know, and I think we mentioned that in the last episode. So, or Ryan. Or Ryan or Neil kind of one of them out. mentioned it. Yeah. One of them mentioned over twenty seven hundred yeah. pedals. That's that's a that's amazing for for two dudes in a basement. Yeah, and that's not their only their only pedal. I mean, no. their their no, flagship they... is going places well beyond. I think you know. <laughs> you know they 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 describe themselves well as a cottage industry love type it. thing, a, yep. a mom and pop at home kind of thing. And uh, you really got to think about like for that kind of a business to move twenty seven hundred plus pedals. Of one, model. one model, that screams there's something there worth checking out. Absolutely, I'm not a big multi effects pedal guy. I've never been, uh, and this is nothing against multi effects users. You gotta you gotta go with what works for you. Um, I've never been particularly drawn to like the Line Six pods. I hear you. Or you know, it's just not how I like to work. I'm a pretty simple minded dude. I need to visually see and feel and turn a knob. Yeah, push a button. Yeah, that makes yeah. me understand what's going on. So I, you know, I think I might have, uh, I might have been a tough sell on the BitQuest, um, <laughs> initially. Normally, yeah, because it, at first description, it's like eight pedals in one. How good can it be? Well, sixteen sixteen pedals, in pedals one. In one. <laughs> but it's fantastic. Every single thing it does is super cool. I, I'm not saying I'm going to use all of it all the time or all of it. 
live. In fact, the one I've got on the way uh, to me from from my dear friends Ryan and, and, and Neil and Tanya, uh, I'm probably just going to use uh, as a reverb, as another reverb pedal. <laughs> you can't have too many reverb pedals. Yeah. For you listeners that can't see us, I just gave out the biggest eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> I really like reverbs and delays. They are by far my favorite pedals. I think you've described your delay a delay as your desert island effect. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And that would be that would be really tough for me because reverb but delay but, uh. but it, the reverb patch on the BitQuest is yeah. phenomenal. It is it is every single thing on here. Yeah, it really is world class. It's 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 great. And and this listen, we're not getting paid nope to say this. Um you know, we 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 just love this. We just love this pedal That's so much, though, that literally we played it each once and ordered one. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You know, <laughs> um, and and you know, we are in the rare privilege of of being close to Doctor yeah. Scientist and got and we you know as if you've listened to the last episode, we got to go down and hang with them and. That was such a cool day. Talk with them in person, and you know that's that's the second time I've been able to visit with them, and and it, it just gets better and better hanging out with those guys. Yeah, they're just so cool. They're just such great dudes. I would schlock their stuff just by how much I like their the cut of their jib. Yeah, <laughs> I like that, <laughs> man. You know, I can't say enough good things no. about the pedal and about them and about pretty much everything else they make because i mean uh you know yeah it's, they make good stuff they make good stuff I, i've had an atmosphere on my board now for what six months yeah yeah about half a year um yeah. great pedal. in love with that pedal more and more in love with that pedal every day yep it's phenomenal and i've had the boost bot on there for the same amount of time and mm -hmm. i love it that's I'm I'm stoked for that. Not yeah. not just because it's a great buffer and it's a it's a really really well built thing. It has a flashy light. It's kind of like, <laughs> more than once on tour and in shows and stuff. I've been distracted looking at my own blinking flashing light down on my pedal board. Yeah, that's thanks, okay. Doctor Scientist. Yep. And my uh, I think you know my next my next endeavor from them aside from um, yeah aside from another pedal I know that's coming. Uh, I'm going to be. We can I'm, talk about that pedal now. Because are we able to talk about? We that are pedal? because we've talked about it in the last episode already, my friend. I don't think we did, Al. Oh, you're talking about? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that yet. We Sorry, can talk guys. About the dusk. Yeah, the dusk is is going to be cool. cool. I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for you to buy one. You're gonna I'm I'm gonna be the guinea you're pig the guinea on the pig. dusk. Yep. I, I am gonna be the guinea I'm pig. I'm so on the dusk. I'm so new. <laughs> two pedals and uh, I, filter sound sounds wicked. It sounds really wicked, especially I've been like doing research into the LFOs and stuff that they're using. It's so great. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think I'm gonna let you buy one. That's fine. And then uh, and then I'm. Gonna, I'll happily. Do, you know what? I'm not just, enough of a a, a filter um, LFO junkie. Like I don't know if I'd buy a, a standalone pedal dedicated to this stuff. Yeah. From anyone else? No. Well, you know that's just, just where the, I'm at right the, now with yep. the guitars. But I really love the way these guys think, I, yep. and so yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Um, I, I just want to play it. But the, uh, the I'm gonna get a couple. I think you, I was telling you about this. I actually think I'm gonna get a couple of Spectrum analyzers. 
and mount them in the front of my board so that the, my audience can be just equally distracted as I am. Well, this so if you haven't seen the Spectrum Analyzer, it's it's the full it's the full oscilloscope. It? Yeah, it's the full oscilloscope for for measuring sound and stuff. Um, so what are we? I'm just looking at. Uh, I'm 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 grabbing the BitQuest because uh, we haven't. Um, well, I just want to say it, you know, kind of uh, accurately what the patches are. Yeah, good plan. You know, I just it seems like a, a smart thing to do. So I'm gonna unravel the cheat sheet here. You can probably hear me doing it. That's okay. Um. <clears throat> also, I love how everything they do has a slight pinch of goofiness to it. Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> much fun. So awesome. So, okay, so here's what you get, listeners. On the clean side of the BitQuest, you got a flanger, high-pass, low-pass filters, bit crusher, reverb, a notch filter. So think uh, envelope filter, kind of wash things you can do. Ring modulator, pitch shifter, and a delay. That How pitch, cool is that? That pitch shifter, man, that is such a cool patch. Yeah. It's, it's one, of those, one of those wonky ones that you can go crazy on, but it's super... Super cool when you find those sweet spots that yeah. really, and it's all, and it's different for everything you're it's doing. So right? It's so rad. Now those patches are in the same order and they're labeled the same and all that jazz. When you have, when you're on the fuzz side of the BitQuest. And how many controls are there for per, each? For oh each my, patch? I'm not going to get into that. That's going to. Oh, there's forever. like five knobs. Uh, it's it's it, so each patch there's a there's a volume and a mix knob, a tone knob, a gain slash control knob, and then two other control knobs in addition to the patch selector knob and the switch for fuzz and clean. These knobs, these six knobs that you're using, they change when you're in different modes on the BitQuest, and they change depending on whether you're on the fuzz side or the clean side. So it, this pedal, uh, it's listen, you're gonna want the cheat sheet handy, and you're. <laughs> you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be whizzing through the getting to know it phase. It's going to take a little bit of time, and that's okay. It's not going to be like learning to program a TC Electronics G system or something crazy in depth like that. Because it's uh, you know at the end of the day, it's it's there's not multiple banks on this thing. It's a uh, on off pedal, so it's you know it's still so versatile. Mm. But once you've got it on your board. You're probably gonna find a setting you like, and you're gonna leave it there, and you'll you'll monkey around with it in mm -hmm. at home settings and studio settings, that kind of thing. If you're the type of person that's you know gigging and that kind of thing, if you're not, if you're just playing at home, this is definitely a pedal I would recommend maybe keeping up uh, in reachable, <laughs> totally position because you're gonna really want to fiddle with it. Totally, yeah. Right. It just sounds great. Oh man, it's so yeah, awesome. It sounds so good. Oh, I'm number two. We're doing accents again. We slip into those we all do. the we time. We do. We fall into them all the time. So bad. We do a lot of, uh, in our spare time, we like to do a little bit of online gaming mm -hmm. together. <laughs> We're so With bad. other friends. And We're so bad for talking in accents. Just, you almost always British. Yeah, pretty much. Horrible British accents. and Sometimes Russian, maybe sometimes <laughs> German. It's <laughs> Aussie. I don't know. We're, we're none of them are great quality, but we I do them a, a lot. And, I have uh, a, a good buddy that's he's from Australia, and it is the hardest thing to hang out with him and not talk like him. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> it's a conscious effort all the oh, time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we so forgive us. Uh, occasionally, you might hear us do something like this here, yeah, right? Because we're idiots. Yeah. Um, let's also talk about millimetric guitars. 
Man. Millimetric guitars. Oh, my gosh. So, Millimetric, for those of you who don't know, come from Montreal, Quebec, in Canada. Again, another super awesome Canadian company. We didn't plan this to be a specifically Canadian... uh, No. Podcast. Podcast episode, but... um, I think thus far we've been fairly consistent. We've been very Canadian-centric, very and that's okay. You that's know good. what? We're not. We're going like, to branch out. Yeah, we're not the world's most like attention-centered country, so <laughs> it's not going to last. Uh, but yeah, this millimetric guitar that we've had uh, to borrow, um, <laughs> thanks to Ryan Clark of Doctor Scientist Sounds, Unbelievable. who, when we were down there, literally, in, like he like shoved this thing in my hands and would not take no for an answer insisting i borrow it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we've been borrowing ryan's millimetric guitar and we figured hey why not talk about it and uh, do a yeah. little uh, review slash impression of impressions it? i don't like the term review because that's not well, really the I, idea you know, i do want to give reviews if, if sure but i think in this sense i think it's just really we haven't had it well, we've had it for a while, but we haven't had it long enough to <laughs> really, really delve into it. We're, you know, we want to do reviews. We want to do some in-depth stuff. Yep. But we also, I'm not interested in being that podcast you tune into to hear something like chopped down. No, no. So, that's that's that, that's what I mean by by review. Like, yeah, you know, we're not going to really. I mean, that being said, it, line six, I love you. Please do something about the please deal update for. the deal for. Yeah. Please, 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 please. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm, it's okay. I'm gonna lay it on the line. I honestly have some criticisms about that pedal, but it's a great pedal. Yeah, you know, it would be nice if PRS made guitars for more than just dentists. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> hey, <laughs> there goes half our listeners. listenership. Anyways. Millimetric guitars. So we've had this thing for oh gosh, it's been a little while since we were down visiting Ryan and and Neil at the Doctor Scientist. So we've had it since then. It is uh, so the tricky thing with Millimetric is we don't have. <laughs> it's not a specific model name for this guitar that I can find. No, they're based on individual yeah. serials. Yeah, I he think. typically names his models like Millimetric MG zero twenty seven, like, and it's just because each one is kind of custom made to its own thing. There's mm-hmm. no, I don't think any model and any, any build has shared the exact specs of another build completely. So I don't know what the model is per se. Uh, what I can tell you is that it's a single cut design. Um, like all millimetric guitars, it is a bolt on. Um, and you've got to check out the, his Instagram. You got to check out this bolt on. This is not your average telly. Or strap type bolt on, it's a it's unique, unique thing. Almost a neck through bolt on. It's, it's crazy cool. And the way that he blends the two together is yeah. It, so it's a single cut. It's a bolt on. It's got the world's most uh, <laughs> unique headstock. I um, love that headstock. I love the it headstock so too. Awesome. I love everything about this. Yeah, for pretty much. Um, the pickup compliment on it is, uh, it's got a humbucker in the bridge and then, uh, I would say kind of a P90-ish, wide range-ish neck pickup yeah, going yeah, on. I would say kind of like a wide range-ish, yeah. It's, it's somewhere in the realm of like, yep, single coily-ish. They are pristine sounding. There's a lot of clarity. There's a lot of balance in these pickups. They're wonderful sounding. Uh, the control layout is volume, tone way switch and a push pull on the tone pot to 
Uh, I think it's coil tapping that I believe pick it, up. I, I don't know if it's uh, coil splitting or coil tapping, but yeah, uh, some some arrangement of that on yeah. the on the bridge pickup. And holy crap! Oh man, this thing, all of Florian's guitars are just engineered to the utmost wild degree. You you can pour over this guitar in in just crazy amounts of detail. This is a macro photographer's dream guitar <laughs> because everything on it is so detail orientated. So well engineered and thought out. Florian is clearly someone who values art and engineering highly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we've had some time to hang out with this guitar for uh, the last little while. And um, I got to say, I was chomping at the bit. I've, mm. I've been dying to play some of Florian's work. I've been following him on Instagram for a while. So stoked to be to have this thing. Um. Yeah, Casper, man. What are your? Give me some. Give me your impressions. So. Yeah, man. Um, so I mean, uh, it's been here uh, in the studio for a little bit, and I think I had a, I had a little bit of a, uh, an advanced look at it before before you got to play it. Um, I, I had it at my house for about a week or two. Oh, I guess you did too. Yeah, yeah that's right too. Either way, uh, it's it's been uh, in the studio here for for some time, and I've picked it up uh, probably three times uh, in that, and you know, played it for you know an hour or whatever. Un- unreal the feel of it like if you want to really nitpick the craftsmanship of this guitar the 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 carved fret ends oh my god the neck is like silk you can literally you it almost you can't even feel the damn thing it is so good <laughs> it is so good um you know we you can play right up to the to the last fret uh, and you don't have to reach and it's a it's it's a a different shape. It's not a traditional shape of a guitar, obviously. Um, if you if anyone's had a look at these, um, you'll know. I believe I'm just actually trying to look here. I believe this guitar is actually an MGS three. MGS three. I believe so. Okay. Just kind of digging through Florian's webpage and 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 having a look at them. And he's got one, two, three, four, five different. He's got a bunch different, different base models, yeah. but I think this is an MGS three. Um, super super thing you know the the finish that's on it um so we're not sure what the body wood is no i we, we, <laughs> we cannot find anywhere nope. to look at it specifically ryan doesn't know we know the neck is walnut it is um and it's uh, got a satin finish oil of some kind maybe mm-hmm. or you might yeah the tuners are um hip shot hip shots so they nice. feel great you yeah. know and, and it when they match up with the 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 design, yeah, because everything about it is the aesthetic is modern as heck. Ec- eh? Oh yeah, it's, totally. It's, it's modern without being over the top or flashy. It's 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 sharp edges yeah. and angles. It's you know, it's like I say, it's not traditionally shaped, but uh, it feels really good in your hands. If you were to envision a really super awesome band that came from the Mass Effect universe, okay, yeah, this is the guitar I would envision them playing. Nice, yeah, that's a great. You know? <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Like, if you were gonna delve into fiction, for sure. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I I really think that. Um, and you know, I'm not the the world's uh, authority on electric guitars by any means, but I oh, so, I love it. I love it too. I love the the neck is like a big C, but in just the comfiest way. Right. It's weird how natural it feels in your mm-hmm. hand. The sculpt of the the neck heel. And the volute on on the headstock, everything feels perfect to your left hand. 
Florian, I don't know what the name is of, of Fred ends done like this, but Florian does his Fred ends. They're very rounded and he does them before he installs the frets on the neck. He, he's, he takes care of uh, rounding and polishing the frets. Then they get installed on the neck. And when they're installed, they're actually back from the edge of the fretboard. There's a binding. Like maybe not a mil- maybe a millimeter. Give take. Sure. I, I don't know what. You don't have to be exact. We're know, not going to break it down. I'm not going to try and tell you what inch. imperial version that is. But uh, it's it's back from the edge of the, the, the fretboard. Just a scooch. <laughs> That's a very technical term. <laughs> it's, a, it's a technical <laughs> word, man. Science, baby. Um, <laughs> and, and, and what the result is is even if you do feel the fret end, which you, you mostly don't when you're scooting around on the neck, uh, the result is just it feels fast mm. and comfortable. You feel it just enough to know where your hand is sliding to, like you know what fret you're playing at. Yep. And no more. It's wonderful. And humidity changes. Will You'll never see a fret tang pop out of this thing because the fret tangs are well inside the fretboard mm-hmm. uh, and well back from the edges. That's... A really neat thing. Everything, everything on this guitar. The the inlays, yep. the inlay work is like. I can say, man, the the inlays are, uh, they're a take on the the company logo. Yeah, you know, uh, but and they make the fretboard, they really play into that into that logo, um, you know, which is just basically a. It's like a ruler. It, it's a centimeter. It's a ruler. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's it's really nifty. Uh, I just, I've been really taken by it. Um. I'll, albeit it's, it's a little sad. it's i'll be, be sad when it when <laughs> it goes back home to ryan yeah um uh, but everything on this guitar is almost everything on this proprietary i think the most the the thing <laughs> the I, only thing we can say for sure that florian did not design is the, is the machine heads yep. yep everything else on it yeah i'm pretty sure is is from the the brainchild of that brilliant luthier in montreal and that just and that blows my mind about it the the pickups are in house, and yeah. they are that neck or the bridge pickup. Wow, just yeah. wow. My favorite is the neck. I, I do you? really love the neck pickup. Yeah, I do. What did I say? You said bridge. Ugh. It's sitting over there, and I'm just staring at it. <laughs> You're lost in your <laughs> I'm own totally lost. lost in it. <laughs> then I said neck first, and then uh, I'm so lost. You want to do over? You want a mulligan? Which no, one's your favorite pickup? Oh, buddy? I like the the neck pickup. The neck pickup. The neck yeah, pickup. Is that's, that's... <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you saying that? Like you're disagreeing with me. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're they're well balanced though. Like yeah, when you, totally. Like usually, so I've had. I mean, I'm sure I'm not alone in this. A lot of my electric guitars, I love a single coil type sound in the neck position, and then I usually have a preference for a humbucker in the bridge. Not always. I love a good telly, but. I come from rock. That's my background. Yep. And I've had a heck of a time trying to balance the the output of a humbucker with a great single coil because there's just no balancing that output usually. Right. Well, Florian cracked the code on that one. Yeah, this I think pickup so. sounds great in the neck. The bridge mm-hmm. pickup sounds great in the bridge. And when you go between them, the volume is it's you don't have that weird volume change. Yep. Speaking of volume change. Can we talk about the volume pot? Oh, yeah, man! It is so smooth. It it's one of there's there's no dead spaces. No, you, know? you, you ever had a guitar like where it's you got like a flat spot? You turn the knob and it's like, oh, now it's on. Yeah, and then you turn the knob a whole bunch. It's like, oh, now it goes down a little bit. Oh, and it's off now. Yeah, 
Not with this thing. It is like every scooch of the knob. There's that word again. There's that word again. <laughs> because we're still talking science. <laughs> every turn of the knob is yep. an adjustment. It is, and it is pure audio The same can be said way. about that tone knob, too. Oh, my gosh. That the tone, tone knob is unreal. It is so musical. And that's something so silly. It, exactly. So musical. So musical. I don't. Yep. I'm going to stand on the record and say... Slightly ashamedly, that I, Al, Alpaca, podcast host, musician, wannabe shred guitarist, <laughs> I don't use my tone knobs. I knew that about you, actually. Yeah, almost never. Yep. They're, they're, you're, you're, you switch. I use my switch a ton. Yep. Uh, my tone knobs are almost always, I don't like guitars that don't have them. <laughs> Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and things <laughs> and things and not at all for dumb reasons reasons you can't think them. of yeah, right no. now <laughs> <laughs> but i don't use them the 90% of the t- 99% of the time 99.99% of the time yeah really just really moving the goalpost on this whole percentages thing <laughs> uh, yeah the the tone knob could the, you could disable it on my guitars and i wouldn't know yeah and maybe somebody has mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the the one of the few exceptions is my SG. Um, at one point in time, I was curious about the hype behind Bumblebee capacitors. Okay, and so I bought a stupidly expensive set of vintage Bumblebee caps, and I slapped them on in there. And uh, yeah, there was a, there was a thing there, so that was you know interesting. Well, I've used the tone knobs on my SG quite a bit because of that. Mm. But on this thing, every adjustment. Wow, did the character of the pickup just really respond to those minute little changes? Yeah, just ooh. And that's that was the one thing that really popped for me too is that is as that tone knob sweeps, the the richness it, it, with literally every degree of that sweep is 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 noticeable and and it just it, it really does sing. It's so it's oh my god, it's magic in that way. Yep, it's, very yeah, very magic. I've so, uh, this guitar to me seems like something I would just fawn over exploring it. Um, I would love to use it in a studio setting because I would love to be able to like uh, really experiment with the tone knob and really experiment with some of the sounds mm-hmm. it produces um, and, and layer tracks with it and stuff because uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan didn't give us the case with it. He we, we got it in a different case when we brought it home here, but... Uh, did you check out the cases? Did you get a chance I to check? I did get a chance. You should check out the cases while I tell our listeners about the cases. You guys and gals, men, women, sports team mascots of all ages, the cases that Florian gives you with these things are insane. He works with a case maker for a firearms they manufacture cases for firearms companies. These things are like military spec guitar cases. They are, they, <laughs> he carves, custom carves the foam in each one to exactly fit these guitars. You couldn't even use one of these cases with another guitar. They're very, very specific. They're so well engineered. Like everything he's doing. You know, it's, it's crazy. So, you open up one of these cases and it's like opening up like a $50,000 sniper rifle. <laughs> Cuz it's just in there nestled all cool in the foam and 
So is the little compartment and the tools and blah. It's awesome. It's a whole experience. It's got these really great, like, latches that just make a great sound and stuff. It's a it's a cool experience. I I am sold on these things. The level of detail he's gone to. So every so here here's an interesting thing. Every screw on this thing is an Allen key screw. Right. It's it's a machine screw. There's no Phillips countersunk, and they're all. And he, yeah, he's countersunk brass inserts. So these machine screws are screwing into brass inserts. You could screw and unscrew everything on this guitar all live long day, and it will never, ever wear out. Which maybe doesn't matter to most listeners out there, but, you know, for for me, I've had tellies where, for example, you adjust the truss rod at the neck heel, and in order to do that, you have to take it off the body. And every time you do that, the screws wear out the wood just a little bit more. That will never happen with this thing because everything on it has a brass insert and a machine screw. Mm-hmm. You can, it, it's just not even an issue. I, I just noticed something really cool about it yeah. too. Um, it's got, uh, the headstock shape is very unique as we mentioned before, but it's got a, like a fender bullet style from like the CBS era. Kind, I kind mean, of shape. It's poking out though. You, like, you can see the truss yeah. rod. Yeah. So the headstock shape, how would you describe that? It's, it's. It's almost a Martin headstock shape, but in between the machine heads is hollow. Is all hollowed out. Not yeah. not like a uh you know, classical guitar with the two channels, but this is right. just a you know, it's just a hollow space emptying the headstock between machine head posts. And it really frees up access to the truss rod. Mhm. There's like the truss rod's just there completely accessible. And uh, again, just such an elegant design choice by Florian for, you know, you can tech this thing really, really easily. You can uh, maintain it very well. You're not going to, you're not going to fight to get your Allen key perfectly positioned in your truss rod. No. Not on this guitar. Not on this one. Ever. Ever. And I'm just, I just pulled up a picture on, uh, on the Millimetric Instruments uh, Instagram page. Uh, I'll try to see if I can get this reposted. Um. It's a picture of the military great case. Oh yeah, something else, man. Like, uh, it's literally carved to exact fit. Yep, that's could, great. Could not get more specific than nope. that. It's nope. it's such a crazy case. High grade, like you could hit that thing with a truck. I don't recommend. That, I wouldn't but, recommend it, <laughs> but you could. I so great. Generally, don't recommend hitting your instruments. Most with things with trucks. Certainly not your guitars, whether they're in a case or not. Excuse me while I stir my tea a little mm-hmm. bit. Hear the clinking. <laughs> but yeah, so we've it's been a great it's been a great week for us that way. We've had a lot of cool totally. toys to play with. Totally cool yeah. toys. And and uh, I wanted to mention too earlier because we were talking about um, the the Shoneswood Schwalp fuzz mm-hmm. that uh, that Kevin sent us, and. It's, you know, we love the Grub Overdrive. So the expectation was very high when, for me anyways, when the, when the mm. Shralp came, I was like, oh boy, this, I hope to God this is as good. And it absolutely is. I, it is, and I'm not generally a, a fuzz effect guy uh, or effect guy at all, <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, 
the fuzz pedal that he sent us is so great and it was and it's immediately sent me down this alternate tuning you know on my my Gretsch hollow body with a slide and I don't know if that's what it happens to everybody but or if it would happen to, you know to to our listeners too but that was something I really fell in love with was that that dirty blues kind of modern blues tone that it just absolutely kills so anyways something else i meant to mention earlier but <laughs> wow. fair enough well since we're kind of transitioning back onto Shoneswood, as this podcast does <laughs> as we flip-flop around like <laughs> like a um, fish out of water kevin sent us a little bit of a gift and we're we're kind of deciding what to do with this uh with this so far um, so as, as we've talked about, uh, on past episodes, you know, this, we put a lot of effort into this and we're a young podcast and we're as so far mostly fledgling. fledgling. Oh, yeah. I like it. <laughs> like little baby duckies. I'm sorry. I really like water. <laughs> so, that got weird. I like ducks. <laughs> <laughs> My wife still to this day, uh, after years of being together, it still kind of surprises her when we pass ducks and stuff. I'm like, <gasps> ducks! I don't know why, man. I just like them. I also really like the quail that live around here. They're stupid and, like, they don't do anything useful, but I just think they're cute and I like them. You like, like, small little animals. I do. There, yeah. There's a dog in my neighborhood that <gasps> Al oh, loves. He's so we cute. are going to go way crazy. Yeah, we're going, we're going off on a tangent here. A, there's a little long-legged pug that lives near my house that his every time- His churro. His name is churro. And Al absolutely goes bonko bananas over this dog. I like pugs. <laughs> it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Uh, they're, they're adorable. <laughs> I have to love them. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, now I'm thinking about pugs. What the heck were we talking about before? Oh, right. So, <laughs> we're a fledgling podcast, as Casper eloquently put it. And as a fledgling podcast, we all we need help. We need your help to to you know get out there, share the podcast, share the social media. Um, and uh, so we you know we do want partners who who like what we're doing and want to help us keep doing what we're doing. And so if you're interested in that, you know, let's talk. But on that note, Kevin sent us, a, it was a gift. And he said, <laughs> I don't remember what the note, where the note is. Um, <laughs> no, that's the wrong note. Kevin sends funny notes with his stuff. Yeah, it's great. But essentially, Kevin told us to enjoy the pedal, to play it. And to sell it, keep it, or give it away. Yeah. And uh, he just wanted us to, he just wanted to help us out. It was pretty cool. It was pretty sweet. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we, I would never ask for anything like that, but he, this is a, a well, it's a new pedal that he's bringing out. Yeah. So, little history on this pedal. Mm-hmm. The silver, so Shoneswood Effects is Kevin Shone. He also had kind of a second effects company called Silver Like Effects. Yeah. And the, the idea with Silver Like Effects was he saw it as kind of an opportunity to do stuff in a little bit more of a rustic fashion. And he had a concept of like maybe trying out effects pedals in a more 
almost like a uh, tabletop setting for for studio guys and at home type use and that kind of thing. And one of the pedals that uh, he created under the Silver Lake brand was the Canoe Drive, and it's uh, similar ish. Uh, in fa- it's a, it's definitely a relative. I'd say it's in the family tree of the Grub Overdrive. Oh, for sure. Um, and uh, well, recently Kevin has decided to kind of fold Silver Lake effects into Shoneswood effects, and uh, along with doing that, he's of course brought along the canoe drive into the Shoneswood family and he's going to rename it and he hasn't decided what he's renaming it yet but the one he sent us is a canoe drive in a metal enclosure which uh, is rare for Shoneswood indeed since he is almost always skate decks he does he has done the odd metal one but he doesn't like to yeah he definitely prefers the wood stuff absolutely yeah and it's you know cooler albeit substantially more expensive because it's a whole lot more work indeed Holy crap. yeah um so we have this canoe drive it's it's a really simple pedal it's in a plain metal enclosure he did that on purpose he made the knobs red white and blue for patriotism to our southern neighbors who have been a huge support for him and he yeah. really wants to make that known that uh that yeah. our our Americans american really brethren have definitely really helped him and and done a lot to support him so that's why you need to buy a Shones with effects pedal because we can't be outdone by those darn Yanks. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. We love you, America. For the red, white, and blue, all the funniest things you do, oh, God. America. Sorry. I, wow. I like America's funniest home videos. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Is uh, that, that's the old. Like, that's the old. That's the old song. Bob Saget yeah. theme song. Yeah, yeah. That was that was I grew up. I just had like flashbacks from my childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so we've got this canoe drive, and we're a little uncertain as to what to do with it. Um, We we were leaning towards. We have costs that we're we're trying to cover with the podcast, and uh, so we're kind of leaning towards putting it up for sale. I think. Though we're, it's Uh, one of those things. Like I personally, I'm bit of a hoarder and, yeah, and i don't like to i don't like to you know, sell gear that's that kind was, of like kevin originally my... said we should sell it and use the money to put towards the podcast so that's that's where we started with this but i don't want it we don't know we we both really <laughs> like the pedal so there was yeah. that that makes it hard to <laughs> but i don't want to he said we could also keep it if we yeah. wanted to you just have to share al yeah <laughs> i don't want to share with you you don't want to share with you either beautiful so, handsome <laughs> Technic- Smart, technically it's in my house friend. so like possession is nine tenths the law that's not a thing it's totally a that's thing. not no that's no okay listen <laughs> so yeah watch our social media and stuff we might uh we might have this uh, may be a very short podcast <laughs> <laughs> well happy sixth episode see you later what? forever jerk yeah <laughs> um yeah we, we but uh we also thought um we would take the time to get to know the pedal and tell you a little bit about it because even though it's going to be renamed soon, it's the same pedal that uh, the whatever the renamed pedal is, it's going to be the same as the canoe drive. Yeah, it's cool. It's hella cool. Yeah. So let's okay. So the grub overdrive is a two knob overdrive pedal from yep. from Kevin. Volume and drive. Volume and drive. Real simple. Real simple. Real sweet. The shroud fuzz is a three knob fuzz volume drive tone. The canoe drive is a three knob overdrive gain volume tone. Yep. Although it's ordered really weirdly on that thing. It took me a while to That's figure okay. out. That's okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. I think I think <laughs> the, 
he he deliberately wired the one pot backwards or something. I don't know. It no, was he did. It's they're not in the order you expect. Yeah. Like you would expect it would be gain volume, or gain tone volume, and that's not the order they're in. See, on but I pot. would I would have expected volume, tone, gain, and I yeah. think that's how it is. That's not how it is. Okay, I have a picture. <laughs> Because it's not labeled. It's so no, new. It doesn't have a labeled. name. It doesn't have anything. It's just, <laughs> it doesn't have a serial number. It's just a, a pedal in yeah. an enclosure. And so I, he told us what it is, so we believe him. <laughs> I took a picture of the circuit. Okay. And the circuit is labeled. Perfect. <laughs> the top of the pedal's not, but if you have the back off, the circuit's labeled. Um, and anyway, it's it's very much in the family of the Grub Overdrive. It's a low gain, low to medium gain pedal. I would say low to medium. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it, like, you're not going to be playing your, like, Listen, listen. You're not going to be in a Slayer tribute act and be rocking the canoe drive or the grub overdrive. That's not what they're designed to do. And that's fine. Not everything needs to sound like a JCM 800. This thing sounds great, though. Oh yeah. And I think it particularly sounds great when you're, you know, mixing and matching it with other low gain overdrives. Mm-hmm. They're really cool. Um, it's got a lot of character. Interesting thing it does, which I've only ever seen on. Some amplifiers, not on pedals before, but this thing, if you have the knobs at zero, you get zero sound. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a big shocker with the volume knob, Al. No, but you've, if you have any, if you have the gain, volume, or tone knob, any one of those three at zero, nothing comes out of the pedal. <laughs> Takes a little bit of, it's a, it's an interesting thing to get to know. Uh, I think it's oh, only, not, it's not only the, the volume knob. and gain. It's not, but the, yeah. the, the tone knob is... Obviously, Sorry. it's it's just a. You're right. A, uh, but but that's a really that's a unique thing that not mm-hmm. all pedals actually do. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot more do it with the volume knob than the gain knob. But it, the gain knob, the unity on it is not really unity. It's always some volume coming through. Yeah, and I think that's it's a neat tool because it really gives you the the uh, option to really take that down to yeah all, to almost nothing and have it not actually be nothing. You know, it's it's neat that way. But uh, fantastic tone out of this thing. I yeah. love it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yep. Um, and it came with the usual Kevin Schoen goodness of a hand-sewn bag. I love the bags. And he sent uh, he sent us some stickers and candy, which you're not getting if we sell the pedal or give it no, away. No. <laughs> we took you the don't... stickers and we ate the candy. <laughs> We're not sorry. Nope. And uh, <laughs> so the, 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 sh- the, sh- the sticker, uh, I'll have one on, on my pedal board here right away because... Uh, Shones what effects. Yeah. Duh. Of course. That's why. Basically endorses the show. Totally. Because <laughs> we're just ridiculous fangirls. Um, <laughs> I think he might feel obligated to I, be like, you guys are awesome because we're like, Kevin Jones, Kevin Jones. Yeah. All we've d- yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I should probably like throw these guys a bone oh, or something. <laughs> gosh, we're going to get the seagulls away from me. <laughs> my, my. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's super rad, and we're super. Thank you, Kevin. Yep. It was a pretty cool. I don't know if we should be talking on air about how uh, you gave us a gift of a free pedal, but hey, hey. man, it's uh, you know what we're we did it. Like uh, I think he once said, uh, it's good people doing good things, and uh, and we're 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 trying to do good things for Kevin, and I think he just feels that, and and yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, all right. That, those are oh. I you know I realized there was something I wanted to mention the the two uh, we're we're not going to be that podcast that has like harsh critiques about things no nah. um but there were two things for me 
that stood out with this millimetric guitar. Oh, yeah. I have. We're we're flip-flopping. I'm flip-flopping. I'm going back. (laughs) I have big sausagey fingers, Mm. and I couldn't get my fingers in between the controls. Mm. The the knobs. The knobs. The volume and tone pots. Yeah. It's it's very, it's a, it's not, it's not ridiculously placed, but I did find it hard to operate, particularly the volume knob, because it's a little more, there's a lot more resistance in turning the volume knob. It's not. I like that feel. It feels great. Oh. Um, but when combined with the distance from the tone knob and the protruding uh, set screws that hold the knobs in place and also act as position indica- markers. Yep. Which um, I actually like. It, like we were saying, it, it has a an elegance yeah. to, the, to the style of those, those aluminum, I believe they're aluminum, uh, of the, the black aluminum knobs on this guitar that we have. Um, but then the set screws do protrude a little bit, and they are like a gold-colored... Um, they're brass. Gold. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're probably not brass because brass is very soft. Oh, brass is very soft, yeah. But they're they do stick out. Um, but I think <clears throat> for me, it takes that that um, that clean edged, very well, very refined look, and just adds a little something not refined. Yeah. So it, it's like a it's like a contrast, and I it, I it's dig a it. Nice. It's a clever way on Florian's part, I think, of like letting you keep track of the position of your knobs without having like gone down the road of the Gibson finger slicers. Yeah, the Gibson (laughs) finger slicers or having plastic knobs with numbers in them like both Gibson and Fender do. It, you know, it is kind of a neat middle ground. You you can kind of keep track of where you're at. But uh, it is a bit, it's very compact and I found it hard to get my fingers in there. The only other thing I didn't particularly care for and this is, <laughs> this is totally user preference. Actually, so is the knob spacing thing. That's just my user preference. And Not, your mitts. And my mitts. I have big hands. Yeah. Because I, 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 I dig it. I like yeah. how compact they are. You like, like, yeah. You're playing, it's, everything's right there. Literally, if you, you can grab both tone and, and volume pots between four of your fingers at once. and <laughs> you know, just my thing. I like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my only other, and this is just a pure... On me thing. See, when when Ryan ordered this guitar, he chose his finish, and you know he made a choice, and uh, it looks great. Mm-hmm. I want to state that from the beginning, and it is a purposeful choice of finish. So there's nothing wrong with it. However, it's- I have a a personal thing with textures, and I don't like the way it feels. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's funny because. I do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, you, I, this, so this isn't a critique uh, because it's not like, it's nothing it's, wrong with it. Isn't it's bad. It's flawless. Like the it finish is, work is flawless. It's absolutely flawless. The whole thing is. But when I hold this beautiful guitar and I feel this neck that I'm just like, oh, yes. And then I feel the texture of the body. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I find like a super high gloss finish like a really smooth finish to be just kind of blah like i don't know if you feel my desk that i have right here it's kind of like that guitar well, no, i'm not necessarily saying it, it needs to be high gloss but no but it's, honestly, it's not think, smooth it has a texture and I, yeah. I i dig it so the texture is kind of um it's a rougher texture almost yep it definitely is and i and i kind of i also like the contrast between the the textured surfaces of the body to the smooth almost uh, like brushed aluminum feel yeah. of the pickguard i yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of high contrast items on this yeah. particular model that <laughs> it's I not, dig. It's not it's it's not like grip tape, but it has a bit of a <laughs> It's nowhere nothing like grip tape. Well, I don't know what else to compare that to. Yeah. Um 
Like it reminds me of when I was a painter and we painted some floors with like silica beads in the paint. So you yeah, had... it almost has like a really really fine pumice. Like yeah, it's a really really it's, it's got a grip it's just to a little it, bit of grip it? to it. Uh, yeah, I, I dig it. I would do something different, and that's okay. That's okay. I still want a millimetric guitar so badly because of this thing. No yeah, man, it's so nice. Yeah. But Anyways, we digress. You know, I feel it's important to say these things. Like yeah, you know, nothing is perfect. Nope. Like, you know, I can't think of anything I don't like about it, though. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, Florian, I uh, love it. Oh, no, wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, just, oh, my gosh. Just, uh, make sure you, never mind. Can you, can you brace this cross really nicely before you nail me to it, please? <laughs> Jerk. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry, buddy. No, it's it's not even that. It's <laughs> I'm just saying it's it, you're absolutely right, and, and and not everything's for everyone. And you know what? If you don't like grippy texture, there on your are guitar, millions of people who've bought PRS guitars who prove not everything's for everyone. Because I don't dig it. But you're not a dentist. No, but uh, you know what it is, man. Mm-hmm. PRS guitars are flashier. Yeah. Just as a general, definitely they're thing. appointed a little bit more. Flashy. Yeah, and I kind of lean away from that mostly. You wouldn't know it by looking at the acoustic that I'm having built, but shut up and don't mention that. <laughs> I didn't say a word. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, generally speaking, I like I like uh, more subdued. Yep. Me too. You know when it comes, and I think that's that's what that finish does for me. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 a texture thing, man. It's yeah. like when I look at the guitar, I'm like perfect, but yep. when I feel the finish on the body, I'm like. Not my bag. Hmm. I would just get a different one. Is all. Yep. You know, he does natural finishes. Yeah, I like that. I dig them too. Yeah. Actually, I still have his page up here. I one of my favorite that he's released recently um, is he's got one that he he calls air freshener lilac. <laughs> is that this <laughs> one? Kind of a pinky purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He calls it air freshener lilac. I mean, I'm like, totally colorblind, so I, I don't really know if that's the one, but <laughs> hey, it could be. <laughs> I can't see your computer from where I'm sitting, but uh, uh, yeah, that's the one, air freshener mm-hmm. lilac. And I almost want to get that. Oh, it's that. even called that. Yeah, I want to get that just because of the name. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah. So anyway, um, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate you listening. And, yeah. uh, you know, Check our social media out. Please check our social media enter out. Our enter our contest. We're contest. giving away stuff. Can we rant again about how awesome this contest is? Uh, you know, Listen, no. the, the retail value of these pedals alone should probably, probably At least have be an one indication. or two people enter the contest. Yeah. It's so insane. You might not be alone when you enter. So, you know. Pedals in this contest are worth more than my car. That's true. They might be worth more than my car. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, not quite, but close. They're pretty They're awesome. awesome. They're sweet pedals. So, yeah, check. get on our social media. Get in the contest. Get into it. And throw love at all of these builders. Yeah. Do it. You, seriously, you guys, this is a chance. Like, you lose nothing. You yep. can't lose what you didn't have. But you might win something pretty rad. Like a package of pretty rad stuff. A package stuff. of pretty rad stuff. If I had won these pedals, I would be a pretty happy boy. This is a this is a ready made mini board. Yep. That we have to let go of. 
<laughs> but you guys are going to be so jazzed. It's Whoever be, wins this yeah. is going to be over the moon. I'm so stoked for you. Yeah. I'm I'm a little I'm I'm sad we can't I enter am. it. You know, wouldn't that be cheese bally though? To enter our own contest. Yeah, man. Yeah. I might enter under an alias maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Casper, why is no, this address you know the same as your house? It's all good. <laughs> I ran into that once recently. <laughs> um, no, uh, I, it's okay because I've already got um, the grub and the shrub and That's a big true. quest. So yeah, uh, I am super jazzed um, if we can end up, or you know, I will end up with the True North uh, a pedal as well. I'm yeah, it's in my I've got my it's in my radar. It's on my in my sights. <laughs> um, yeah, I just missed out on a True North recently, and it was like, oh, it was the, the Tweed Drive. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. That was a close call. It was close. Almost got it. But either way, uh, the the they will come around. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, follow us on, on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Smash that um, bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's like my new catchphrase. Oh, geez. But, but really, in all earnestness. Yeah. Earnestness? Yeah. Sure. In all earnesty, uh, oh God. <laughs> we, we we want you to we want you to be interacting with us on our social media. We want to know what you want us to talk, but we want to know what your questions are. And the only way for you to do that is through social media. So, get on there, get involved with us. Let us uh, get involved with you. That sounds like I'm trying to initiate an affair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to my wife. Um. But we really we want this to be an interactive experience as much as it can be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, we want to hear from you. So thanks a lot. Enter our contest. Enter the contest. <laughs> and uh, we don't have any kind of a Patreon support set up yet, but we're probably going to be doing that in the near future. I think so. so. Keep an eye out for that. Um, and thank you so much for tuning into the Culture Guitarist. Talk to you later. Ciao for now. <laughs>